there is a man in our front yard taking pictures of our house. And I don't want him because then he's going to he's going to zoom in and then he's going to see me sitting in my office looking at him. And I don't. I'm you're in Satan's town. You're going to die. I'm not going to shit that out onto the world. Delete. Before I get shot with this poison dart, I might as well just stab myself with it. They enjoyed the hell out of that sandwich. I'm in the outhouse. Can you bring me some toilet paper? There is a witch. The witch is in the house. Hence, House of the Witch. Yeah, I just look down and it's like, Ghostbuster symbol, Ghostbuster symbol, a whole bunch of Ghostbuster symbols on all sorts of my apps that I have on my laptop because a new operating system came out today that, that decided, oh, Eugene, you need this. You need Catalina. You need macOS Catalina right now. So it's been almost two hours. And I'm like, oh, my Lord, are you serious? Yeah, I'm like, okay, that's fine. It, it, it'll be done. It literally, like, it just got done, but now there's... You know, everything is, oh, you're, this program's 32-bit. It needs to be 64-bit now, or I, whatever Mac nonsense that means. I don't know. Oh, that's, that's same with, uh, that's same with PC. And oh, I just had, I, I just had updates all across all my shit, too, uh, okay. over the weekend. So, because my computer was bogging so bad, I'm like, why? I bet there's updates downloading. Went and looked and was like, aha, yep, you fucker. And then I, of course, I've got to, you know, do my work laptop. I got to do my home computer. I got to do the uh, Skype laptop. And, mm-hmm. oh, hours. Uh, well, actually, not two hours. This was a, a light update, so. No, this wasn't. This was. Size. Oh, I'm just, that just makes me happy that you Mac, you Mac, Mac people have to deal with it, too. Oh, it it's wonderful. Yeah, it's, it's, oh, there we go. Okay, so here's one. Now, now I've got to go and, are you going to let me download it or, okay, allow. Again, just nonstop fun for our listeners. It's just wonderful, wonderful stuff here. Just updating our computers and. Okay, How do the people cl- do it that have Skype shows where they, where they record the actual Skype? They must have like mega super computers, right? Like. <laughs> oh, I know. I because Apple cannot check it for malicious software. Oh, fuck's sake! Oh, this is gonna suck. Oh, I feel like I just got myself a new laptop that's old. That... <laughs> <sighs> I've been up since three thirty because I hate my dog. Oh, are you dogs sleeping good now? Now you're sleeping. You don't want to whine and bug me? Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> oh, so oh, they I'm were. I'm sorry. Did I wake you up? You big idiot. Oh, do you want to say hi to Eugene? No, no, no. I did. Eugene doesn't want to say hi to it. Oh, oh as he immediately, as immediately leaves, like new. Nope, oh, don't want to see. Bothering you. Don't look at me with those stupid derpy eyes. <sighs> <sighs> at three o'clock in the morning, it's. Oh, so the. Du- <laughs> What do you want? She just wants attention. Just, just play, play with me. That's. Oh man. Fuck off. So, wow. So, um, uh, you've been up since yep. three. <laughs> Feeling great. <sighs> How are you, sir? Uh. Um. <laughs> um. Well rested and no pets. That's what I'm hearing. <laughs> I was up at five. Uh, and I, um, 
I'd say I destroyed the toilet. And <laughs> All right. what else? Um, yeah, that. I guess that's. Oh, you mother! Oh, this sucks. Is it? See now it's now it's me. What? Now it's... Are you? Is this gonna fuck with the recording? No, 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 no. Oh, no, no. This has nothing to do with that. I'm. This is. I'm. I'm doing other stuff while I'm recording. <laughs> oh, I'm oh recording. you are. Imagine that. I can't. I, huh? Really? Uh, <laughs> Policing the neighborhood, selling houses. Um, feel <laughs> because Apple cannot check it from. Oh, you son of a bitch. Okay. Anyway, whatever. Um, back to you. <laughs> Welcome to the first episode of the Horrorthon. It's gonna be an angry one. I can uh, just feel it. <laughs> uh huh. It will. It is. Oh. Fuck oh, what so. else for you? Like, uh, how's the week? Ah, uh, it's going. I'm. I mean, uh, it's another Tuesday, Monday. I got like three conferences this week for work stuff, and uh, yesterday it was I had to be in Pittsburgh by eight thirty. <sighs> so we did that, but then after that, it was uh, one one of the minor delights of middle management is is getting to you got to schmooze with uh, other companies that you work for or work with. Uh huh. That was one of the things we did for lunch, which was at. A thing called Top Golf. Have you ever heard of that? Never heard of it. It's a oh boy. It's a it's like a driving range, except it's three stories tall. And instead of just like hitting the golf ball out and whatever, it, it they've got greens out there, but they're not like green greens. They're like pits with nets, and all of the golf balls uh, have chips in them. And then you play games on a computer. So, like... Okay. Oh, that's... Okay. The one game that we played was, okay, you gotta hit it to this green. And if you hit it to that green, you got points. And if you missed, you minus points. And then after you hit five balls that way, you gotta hit to another green. And it can track every single one of the balls. There's also, like, a longest drive thing. Every ball okay. that it spits out uh, connected to your name, it can track because it's got a chip in it. It's really pretty damn advanced shit it was pretty cool but uh being up on the you know like third floor and standing three feet from the edge not so great with my vertigo i uh, not really willing to take a big swing because i feel like i'm gonna fall off the edge at any moment you know what i mean yeah anyway uh there's cool huh? yeah it's, it was pretty sweet there's one in i can send you a picture actually there's one in columbus there's one in pittsburgh and there's one coming to cleveland uh, but it was, oh man, I was, it was just like, damn, we are in the future. There we go. I sent you a picture. Uh, it's, but damn good food. Whoo, what a menu. Like a very healthy menu, but also just an elite menu. You know what I mean? You, you can tell when you just flip a couple pages and they've only got like 12 or 15 things and it, it, it whoo, good shit. If you get a chance to go to a top golf, go do it. Even if you don't golf, you'll still have fun. Oh yeah, that sounds like a good time. I I, mean, I used to love golfing, uh, but yeah, marriage and kids happened, and I just don't. I'm gonna get you into it one day. One day we'll get back into it. No, oh, that'd be fun. I I'd, I'd like that. I'm not good at, by any stretch of the imagination, but I used to love going golfing. That was kind of a I don't know, just something about that sport is just chill and have fun, and it doesn't matter. It's like it doesn't matter what you're. None of us are good at it. 
There, there's yeah. very few that are good at it, and I, I've been playing since I was in before middle school. I still suck. Doesn't matter. I have a blast. Go drink a couple beers, hit the ball around a little bit. But th- this was fun. It, w- it was kind of like golfing and bowling in a way. I don't know. It's hard to explain, but it, it, yeah. it was... The best way I can actually explain it, it was Outlaw Golf on Xbox. I used to play that game all the time, and this is what it was like. <laughs> Just whack the ball and try and get some points by hitting it up to a yep. thing, and eh, it was cool. I still remember when I used to go golfing with Jeff Stutzman. Who? <laughs> and um, we he would literally use like one club for the entire nine holes or whatever. It was just a three iron or whatever. That's where I mean, like all the way to the all the way to the green, and then it was the putter. And it was just whack a couple yards, whack a couple yards, or not even. I mean, it was just you know the ball would like skitter on the on the grass like real fast, like you know. Swing and you like you almost miss it, but the ball would it would still connect with the ball and the ball would just go real fast, but on the ground. Worm burner, you know, a worm. Yeah, there you go. And just over and over and over and ah, good times. <laughs> except you had to hang out with Jeff. Yeah, except that, which was yeah, really. <sighs> so, uh, how are things in the cul-de-sac? Oh, I. If you don't have anything nice to say, just shut your fuck up. Oh, I guess, I guess is... end of podcast. See you next week. <laughs> oh, it's fine. I, I, yeah, it's fine. It's fine. That's that's like the fine, the meme guy sitting in the house that's on fire. This is fine. This is fine. Yeah. Um. Uh, I got up when I was up at five in the morning. I'm like, why is there a big truck sitting outside our like right, literally outside our driveway? I'm like, oh, that's the that's the that's the Porta John cleaner guy or whatever. Perfect. Like, mm-hmm. That's the first thing that I saw when I woke up was <laughs> the green, the, the big green tube out there being expelled of feces. Perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, yep. That's welcome to a new day, Eugene. Yep. Welcome to Movie Freaks Podcast where we're about to expel a lot more feces. <laughs> hey, yes, we are. Oh, we are. <laughs> are you ready for the roulette? Uh, yes, let's do it. I'm Eric. And I'm Eugene. And here's the roulette. Vince! It's time to spin the wheel of the movie. It's time to spin the wheel of the cinema and try and find those gems and butter. I already fucked it up. Of the roulette, where we dive into that ocean of... It's already off. It's way bad. It's no good. It's... And on this episode... And on this episode of The Roulette, it is head count up against In the Shadow of the Moon, and you're up first, sir. What, uh, how did In the Shadow of the Moon turn out? Um, In the Shadow of the Moon. Hmm. Um, I wish I would have a better report card for you, but I I don't. Um, here's one of those movies that is competent. We've talked about this before, uh... Hold on here, let me pull it up. Oh, now, yeah. <laughs> oh, updates and my computer is it's smoke. Tilt is going across it. Tilt. <laughs> ding, ding, ding. Uh, in the shadow of the moon, hour and 55, hour and 55 long minutes. Um, a Philadelphia police officer struggles with a lifelong obsession to track down a mysterious serial killer whose crimes defy explanation. Um, there's a kernel of a good idea here, but... We went the, we went the touchy feely, sad, emotional route on this one to where 
like serial killer shows up from the future every nine years and kills some random people. And we've got a cop that is like every nine years is like, Oh, there's killers coming back. I got to try and catch killer lady. And so we see this guy's life just degrade to just shit. Like it begins in the seventies or whatever. And he's married and his wife is pregnant. Um, and then nine years later, I mean, I'm going to spoil a little bit of this just to set it up, okay? Yeah, because so far it, you haven't turned me off of this. I mean, okay, time, his, time travel and... and his, yeah. Well, his wife dies in, in the beginning, and so nine years later, he's single dad with daughter. And then another nine years, and, and he keeps on becoming just more obsessed with the case, while those around those that love him around him get neglected, and oh, it's just depressing, it's so I, already depressing. I'm like, why are we spending so much time with the uh, your <sighs> life falling into a pit? That's what it is. It's like, uh, and then, and then the reveal of who the killer is or what the killer's motivation is is. It's the daughter because because of this, and it's sad. And it's, oh, it's the daughter, isn't it? I, I mean, I can spoil it for you if you want me to. Well, it was a yes or no. Is it yes or no? It's not the daughter. Okay, that's the, all. That's all. That's all. Okay, um, but. Equally lame. It was equally lame. Uh, no, I did not like this movie, even a little bit. Uh, but it is competently made, competently acted, has a couple good action scenes in the beginning. Uh, but I hated the story. I hated that sad, depressing story to where every nine years he just gets worse and worse as his daughter pushes away from him and his relatives push away from him and he just becomes a... just. He's so determined to find the, you know, find out what's going on with the killer. And I'm like, uh, well, you're neglecting your, your entire life is being neglected. And I did, uh, gotcha. I what gotcha. did I, what did I give this thing? Um, I will probably still keep it in the queue just because of it's science fictiony. It sounds you should. like, yes, it is very science fictiony and you might like it. And I'm not dissing it for. It not being made well, it is made well. It is, but I just you're you're echoing what my friends have said on the internet. And too long. That's another thing I've heard. Oh, it's way too long, and especially when you see the direction it's going. Like, like okay, now we're in the eighties, and he's neglecting the daughter. I'm like, oh, that's going to be one of those to where he's going to have a life of regret as an as an old man. Oh, fuck, ugh, no. Get on with it and spend more time with the the killer and that. Yeah. The seven type stuff. It just, yeah. That was one and very done for me. Anyway, there you go. There's right, my. I got it. Uh, I, I, wish, hear, I, I hear wish, what you're saying, and like I said, it, it mirrors what my friends have been saying online. I, but I, it's still a sci fi. I might have to check it out. You should. I mean, it, you might like it. I don't. You might. Yeah. Uh, okay. On my side, head count from 2018. A group of college students on a weekend getaway accidentally summon a supernatural entity intent on using them for its deadly ritual. Deadly ritual. Uh, okay, if you say so. Um, yeah, we gotta dive on some of that uh, horror trash that <laughs> Eugene loves to dive on to because it's, it's October Horrorthon. And was... Okay, uh, you, it might be one you want to keep in the queue as, as a roulette type of watch. Mostly painless. Mostly. <laughs> uh, for the most part, I was like, alright. But then, 
on when I realized, oh, okay, we're finally getting on to what's going, like, there's some creepy shit, like, there was a bit of creepiness along the way, but when we're finally getting into, oh, wait, this might be that poem that I read is a demon-y thing. I paused it. That was an hour in. So now we got 30 minutes left. You know, like, it should have, that should have happened 15 minutes ago at least. And get on with the bloodletting. And we didn't. Uh, these people say what the fuck more than I... I say what the fuck every fucking 10 minutes. And these kids say what the fuck way more than that. Even when nothing's going on. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? What oh, the fuck? That, so the it's fuck? unrealistic. Yeah, maybe it's not, because I'm not a, one of these millennials, so maybe it's maybe it's okay. Uh, they also call Zoe, 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 is that you? Where are you at, Zoe? Zoe, Zoe, take a shot every time. No, don't do that, you'll die. Uh, <laughs> there was one scene in particular where the guy was, I think there might be somebody out there, we should lock the doors. All right, you damn dork, you know, because you got to have one guy that's super jock, asshole, annoying. All right, you dork, we'll lock the doors, you big baby. I'm over here. Look, I'm locking the door. I locked it. I locked the deadbolt, too. Then he walks over to the other door. Door number two, I locked it. I locked the door. I locked the deadbolt, too. Bam! Somebody hits the door on the outside. Saw that one coming. It's, you know, made everybody jump. But then the thing is standing outside the door, and you you know it's one of those fake jumps. Like, ha, 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 we got you. And they're like, open the door. And then you have the obligatory close-up on the handle of the doorknob. And it's at that time that we see not only the door knob, uh, we see the deadbolt from inside the house. And the deadbolt is a key slot. <sighs> what? Yeah. Uh. They, the uh, production people installed the uh, door lock the wrong way. So... If you're inside that house, there you're getting locked in, unless you have a key, I guess. And maybe I, I might not have noticed it, maybe. But they made such a production of "I'm locking the door, I'm locking the deadbolt, you damn dork." <laughs> no, you didn't. You went over there and you waved your hand, and and somebody put in a sound in post, and then you immediately showed us a keyhole inside the house. Like, <sighs> okay, moving on. Um. Towards they they never really explain the demon thing. That it it's one of those kind of things where they oh we summon the demon and here's its rules. They never really give us its rules. It's just it's into the number five and it kills everybody and says. Now that I got five of you, finally I got you split up into groups of five. Now I can kill you. What? Why? Why are you pissed? Why is it? suicidal like there's no explanation of anything it's just we're gonna do this and here it is you might want to keep it in the queue maybe you'll love it um it, it it's certainly not one of those where you will hate the hell out of it but just know that that it's an hour before anything starts getting going uh and then i mean when it does there's some good gore and some creepiness but it ends the way you expect like the very very end you it, the way you expect and and they play it out like, oh, is it this way or that way? And you're 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 sitting there going, I already know that you're doing this. I'm I'm well aware. Yeah. Oh no, is it the shape shifting demon? I didn't see that one coming. Ooh, no, I totally saw that coming. <sighs> Head count. 
Okay, we're off to a hell of a start with the horrorthon. Um, <laughs> are you ready for the next round? Yes, I am. Okay, what do you got? Okay, first up is Apostle. This has been on the roulette before. In fact, this is one that I picked uh, about a year ago. Oh, wow. Almost exactly a year ago on the roulette. Well, it's coming your way now. This is a tried and true October horror movie. In my opinion, it is long. Uh, two hours and ten minutes, it's long and it does... It could have not been that long, but it is still a very good movie and I do want you to see it at some point. Uh, in 1905, a drifter on a dangerous mission to rescue his kidnapped sister tangles with a sinister religious cult on an isolated island. This is Gareth Evans directed this, and he directed The Raid 1 and 2, and uh, he also was the guy that made uh, the excellent Safe Haven from VHS Part 2. So, good director and a good movie in my opinion. I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. Next up is another Netflixer, The Gollum. This is one that I had not that terribly long ago, and thus far, I would say that this is probably my favorite roulette of the uh, of the year. Now, I've had some, you know, some fantastic roulettes. If you're going to be counting like The Sting and stuff like that, but for a new movie or whatever, true a, roulette, a true roulette, this is probably tops for me. Hour and thirty five minutes. Um, during an outbreak of a deadly plague, a mystical woman must save her tight-knit Jewish community from foreign invaders, but the entity she conjures to protect them is a far greater evil. And, um, this movie led me to decide on my choice of Halloween costumes for a Halloween costume party coming up here in the next week or two. So, there's that. Um, and lastly, May the Devil Take You. This is um, 2018, uh, hour and 50 minutes. It, here's another one that it's a hair too long, but it makes up for it in just cool, evil dead type shenanigans. When her estranged father falls into a mysterious coma, a young woman seeks answers at her old villa, where she and her stepsister uncover dark truths. This is subtitled. It's Indonesian, but uh, it is really good. The director, Timo... Uh, Timo Tajanto, I think, uh, he made Killers, uh, Headshot, VHS, he was, he also helped out, he was the other co-director on VHS too for Safe Haven, but, um, The Night Comes for Us, remember that one? Uh, I remember the title. The uh, that's where it's a, it's a, like a Yakuza type thing where it just... People get murdered just nonstop for the whole movie. <laughs> Sounds great. <laughs> yeah. Hey. So anyway, uh, there you go. Those are my, th in my opinion, those are my three safe picks for you for a Halloween October horror movie roulette. Okay, that's fine. But I don't have safe. I got roulettes for you because horror stuff. There's no horror that you that I have watched that you have not. I know. So, so. that yeah, I, that's fine. Okay. Uh, it's all horror though. Uh, in the tall grass. After hearing a boy's cry for help, a pregnant woman and her brother wade into a vast field of grass, only to discover there may be no way out. And this was directed by... Shit. Somebody notable. Oh, the Cube director. There you go. Yeah. Ah, that's... He likes confined spaces. Okay. Uh, next up, Two Sentence Horror Stories, Season 1. Uh, this anthology series of terror features... 
diverse characters facing primal fears and spine-chilling situations that stretch past daily routine. Uh, 90 minutes. I need 90 minutes from you on that one. I don't know how long the episodes are or whatever, but it's a it's a season show thing. I, I figure, since it's horror, maybe that's something you want to dive on, but I need 90 minutes of that from you for the roulette. Okay. And lastly, probably the one you're going to pick, because it's probably the one I would pick, The Heretics. A withdrawn young woman haunted by a malicious cult is abducted by brooding stranger and undergoes a bizarre transformation. I... <laughs> yeah, that sounds pretty sweet. <laughs> and when the Netflix, you know, when you're paused on something on Netflix, the trailer starts playing. And then, eh, what I was seeing looked pretty good. Uh, or at least like something I'd want to dive on. Okay, you're up first. Uh, okay, I, um, man, that's tough. That is really tough. The, uh, especially with the two movies, cause I wanna, I'm going to watch both of them. So I'm trying to decide which one would make for a better roulette conversation. And I think I'm gonna go with In the Tall Grass. Stephen King, uh, the director, I'm gonna go with that one, but I, uh, I might even watch the other one before next episode, just because it sounds and looks awesome. Cool. Uh, since you're going for the longer one, I also will go for the longer one. I'll take Apostle. Nice. I have been wanting to watch that one, and I've been putting it off till October. Excellent. Good choice, in my opinion. Uh, but continue to throw throw the other ones up there. I'll, I'll, I'm going to get around to them eventually, and it's the month for that. Yeah. That, uh... That gum, I'm already... I mean, I watched that not that long ago, and I'm... Like, should I watch that in October again? Damn, uh, so it seems like that's going up your list. I oh, I quite like that. I mean, it's it's not, I guess, for for a roulette or for a fun 90 minutes or whatever, because it's fast-paced. Well, I think it's fast-paced. You may not. I don't know. I You know me and horror. I... <laughs> it's good. It's fine. It's your month. We need, like, uh, the month... Yeah. Uh, we need like March to be sci-fi month. Wouldn't that be cool <laughs> for me? Yeah, <laughs> but nope, nope. It's just you and your horror all year long and yeah. October double down. Okay, mm-hmm. next uh, time on the roulette, it'll be Apostle up against In the Tall Grass. And are you ready for the first round of the 2019 Horrorthon? I'm ready. You're up first, sir. Okay. No, no, there's no sound effect for this. At least not yet, unless you've made one. <laughs> oh, I tried, actually, and it, it came it's out... It's hard, isn't it? Oh, it came out so lame, I'm like, yep, delete. <laughs> it was, uh, what was, what did I say? Like, oh, I was trying to do a top ten, like, welcome to the top ten, and it, it was so lame, and I was like, like... I'm going to put a robot voice on there. Welcome to the top ten. <laughs> and, like, that doesn't work. So, I, and I just kept adding filters and filters yeah, until it was just, I did. Oh, ah, that's how we got, boom, welcome to the... <laughs> yeah, finally, I'm like, nope, I am not, I'm not going to shit that out onto the world. Delete. <laughs> so well, it's, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll come up with something for the horror It's time for part one of the horror Oh, it's... <laughs> I tried. I really did. Oh, and then of course, you know, be- Mac being Mac, I was I was on GarageBand that has like a bazillion sound effects, but mm, not that day. That day, they all took a vacation. It was just me, myself, and my dumb, stupid, crackly voice and 
putting robot filter on top. Oh, I was pissed. I wasted 30 minutes of my life on that for nothing. <laughs> a whole 30. Yeah. Uh, we could have had Optimus Prime introducing the segment, but instead it's <laughs> Eugene. Go yeah. ahead. You want, you, want, you want to do one live? Just go ahead and do some. Do one live? Yeah. Oh, give us, yes. Give okay, us an yeah. intro. <clears throat> dun, 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 dun. Welcome to the 2019 Movie Freaks Horrorthon, starring Eric Boner and Eugene Weaver. Ah, huh? <laughs> that will be used in front of all of our events for the month. Just so you Was it good? Cares. It's getting used. That's all I know. No, why don't you even take that and just? Put, I'm gonna put some music under rope. it. I, I'm gonna change your voice. <laughs> Welcome to. Be- yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna leave it like that for this episode, but from here on out, I, I'm gonna alter it every week. <laughs> It'll get more and more fucked up, but that's what oh, we're using for the rest. I'm just of the imagining month. the music in the background. <laughs> it's gonna be worse than that. It's gonna be awful, and every week it'll change. It'll be something different. Thank you for creating a whole lot of work for me, you dick. Oh. Uh, but I'm going to do it, because, uh, damn, it'll be funny. Um, for, Ooh, what's boy. your first horror movie of the month? Oh, man, hold on. Let me... <laughs> did you finish the last episode? Oh. I, uh, I did, yes. Which was a 90-minute callback episode. Oh. I promised that I was going to edit those things together, and I did. No, you did. <laughs> the only thing going through my head was just tossing salad and, oh, breeding age and... <laughs> Oh, the end of that episode was so funny. I was crying. Yeah, that was classic, I guess. Uh, um, it's, it's what we do. Yep, okay, it's uh, what we do. First, Ready. first for you. Um, first for me for the horrorthon is Paganini. Wait, did I wait Paganini horror? Didn't I? Did I talk about that one? When did I? Um, uh, this is already shady and suspect. Yeah, what, that ten seems... one, sir. Ten one. Oh, that was. The last day. Okay, that was the last day of the month. Never mind. Um, but I was close. I didn't cheat. Okay, first up, Dave Chappelle. Dave- <laughs> no, no, that's not a that horror counts. Uh, okay. <laughs> the Golden Child is that the first one? Well, now our rules say that as long as you can find somewhere that it says it's a horror movie, IMDb or where it's listed, uh, action adventure comedy. Fuck you, IMDb. Okay, um. Dave Chappelle, Dave Chappelle, <laughs> The Shining. Here we go. I'm not even sure why I'm looking this up on IMDb. I, like I don't know about this movie. Yeah, it's, what's what's this one about? Okay, it's directed by Stanley Kubrick, I guess. Uh, John Torrance goes into the woods or something. <laughs> John, Tor- John Torrance. <laughs> well, you got to look it up. You don't know. <laughs> um, it's Jack Torrance. You know. I mean, yeah, that was the oh. joke. It's always funnier when you have to look it up on like, IMDb. Uh, there for a little bit, my brain was like, I think that he actually messed up in it. No, nope. Jack. No, no, I, I was, that was the point. Uh, oh, so one Hold joke on, let became me look two. It up and see if you're right. Oh, one joke became two. That's how we roll. It's, the Shining is great, yeah. and it looks fantastic in the new transfer. Um, it's still, watching this, it's, whenever I watch this, and 2001, they're my favorite movies. Like, it's my favorite movie. So The Shining this time, it's like, no, no. The Shining is number one. Now, when I watch 2001, the next time, that will replace The Shining. But right now, The Shining is king. It is 
it gets scarier and creepier the older it gets, just because the, the fashions and the styles are so dated, but it gives it this weird, otherworldly feel, I guess. The score is... It's... It's like cinema horror perfection. It's so scary, and it's scary because, I, for me, I know a score is scary when the very first seconds of the movie are scary in broad daylight. Like, I'm I'm creeped out. I'm completely creeped out. Uh, And it's, I think this is, I've said it before on the show, this is one of the very few examples of a movie being better than the source material. And I've read the book twice. I've seen the TV miniseries, yuck. And then I've seen this movie a bazillion times. And I, to me... Stanley Kubrick's Shining is better than Stephen King's novel. Stephen King's novel's good, but I just like the beats that this movie takes versus the King novel. Like, Jack Torrance has an axe in this versus the, uh, oh, what is the, not, the, uh, croquet mallet in the book. Oh, and okay. there's a lot of furnace, like he's working on the furnace stuff. I mean, it, it's a lot more slow burn in the King novel, but, and, you know, Jack Torrance is finding out history about the hotel as as it goes on. But this, I like that he doesn't even find out about that stuff. It's just him. He's oblivious to himself going completely crazy in the movie. And it works. It makes him scarier. Uh, Jack Torrance's character. Wait. Danny. Danny's character is great in this. I think it's so cool that he only, I believe he only made one movie. This. And then done. Like, I, I guess he was like... I can't top this, so... Unless he was in some other... No, actor. I guess he was in a TV movie in 2000... Or in 1982. But that was it. Anyway, um... It still holds up. It's still scary. It's, to me, the best movie ever made. Oh, and also, uh, also... Uh... Shelley Duvall. I think she was perfectly cast. I know that there's a lot of... Like, oh, she's homely or whatever. And I think that she she's so perfect to go alongside uh, crazy alcoholic Jack Nicholson's character. Well, and he's a dickhead, too. So it would have been weird if he had some, like, super crazy hot wife or something. I know. And she just, I, I think that she was perfectly cast. I love her character in this and how she she's the wimpy, you know, abused housewife. But she finally has to come into her own towards the end there. And obviously, if you're listening to the show, you I, probably I, know I, the I, back... I, I, Abused by today's standards, but not by back then. That's you know right. What I mean, yeah. But the fact that that I, from what I gather, Stanley Kubrick berated her on set, or just made her all the more this fragile little woman, and, and yeah, it works. The, the totally argument works. could be made that she was more abused by Stanley Kubrick than by Jack. Yeah. <laughs> yep. From from all the stories that I've heard oh, too. Man, but just it. I, I'm not sure if it's ever been confirmed or not. I. It seems like Jack Nicholson really is drunk in some of those scenes. Like, legit, just hammered. Uh, well, I've heard uh, cocaine. He was oh, way on cocaine. But it, you know how that is when you're cocaine and drunk. We, we're not going to talk anymore about that. Because, yeah. Uh, yeah. We, yeah. We, we've just heard things we don't know. Yep. Um, <laughs> yeah, you can cut that out. Yeah, I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> Uh, first up for me, we got to keep moving. Oh we yeah, a yeah. lot of stuff to get to here. Uh, Henry, portrait of a serial killer. Uh, first watch, and this is a good movie. 
It is an uncomfortable watch. It is... Ah, it's deranged. I, I mean, I remember walking into the horror section at the VHS rental store and always seeing that cover and Eugene telling me I should watch that movie. And I didn't get around to it until 20-fucking-19. But here we are, and I finally did. I don't think it's as unhinged as you and everybody on the internet makes it seem, but I've only watched it one time. So I was expecting, like... He's fucking dead bodies, and, you know, it's gonna be, like, decapitated heads, and, you know, I was expecting way over the top. And it's not quite that over the top, uh, but it's definitely crazy. And I enjoyed the film, and I, I was expected, expecting to feel a lot more uncomfortable than I actually did. Uh, it just seems like, uh, here's a crazy guy, and he's just kinda killing people on a whim whenever he wants to, and... Living his true life, I guess. Um, but, uh, yeah, it was good. I'll watch it again. Number two for you. Number two for me, I love Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. That movie's unsettling. Just, it, yep. I think just because it felt very realistic and not, not horror movie-ish. It just felt like a, a fly-in-the-wall type thing capturing this guy's evil doings. Yep. Uh, okay, next up for me is a movie called The Wind. From 2018, it's a horror western. Been wanting to watch this one because I read some good reviews on it. And it's directed by Emma Tammy. So it's a, a female director. I think that's really, really cool. I love to see when women direct horror movies. And uh, this one here is good. A lot more low-key than I was expecting. Um, I was expecting more jump scares, which I'm, I'm actually very okay with with the lack of jump scares. But... It's one of these very slow burn woman slowly going crazy in the middle of, in the middle of, uh, not the desert, but in the middle of the, uh, prairie or whatever. She's got a husband, she's pregnant, and then like a mile away, there's another couple that are pregnant, and that's their only communication with, is with this other couple, and it's like they're starting, you know, they're starting their new lives on the prairie, whatever, and there's, uh, there's some sort of an evil entity in the wind. Uh, my, my biggest gripe about the movie is it jumps around a lot to where it's like, here is our lady after something, and here is her before that something. And back and forth and back and forth to where some of it gets a little bit like, whoa, whoa, I'm, I'm starting to get confused here. Like, where, where are we on this timeline now? Because the husband sometimes is around and he's sometimes not. And I'm not sure, is he out, you know, slopping the hogs or, you know, doing whatever prairie folk did back then. And so it gets a little jarring, but it's still at the end of the day, it was good. Uh, it was creepy. I think that. I think I have this in my... Yeah, I bought this on on Voodoo, so you can watch it if you want. All right, I'm getting kind of a Dead Birds vibe. Oh, Dead Birds is way better than this. Uh, but, yeah, but... We'll, we'll find out, because I'm going to rewatch that this month. Oh, I love that movie. It's very well made, very well acted. Uh, it, but they, you could tell they were very much going for low-key horror. It's I gotcha. Yeah, so worth a watch. Okay. Number two for me, we're only on number two. We've, we've got to move faster. Uh, number two for me is Southbound. This is an um, anthology movie that you had on the roulette, 
and I wanted to watch it, I think, last year, but it was taken off of Netflix, and, well, it got added to Hoopla or Canopy or one of the uh, streaming sites that we adore, and this is a pretty damn good movie. Uh, anthology, though, you're right, it's an anthology, but it kind of threw me for a loop, because I've never quite seen an anthology like this. This is not a begin with the wraparound story, story ABC, end with the wraparound story. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you want to take a very broad perspective of that, it it is, I guess, but it's more like, here's the start of the wraparound story that seems like it's over, and that character leads into another character, leads into another character, leads into another character for your short story progression, which is brilliant. It's way more complicated to write it that way, in my opinion, than just three random short stories. Uh, And it works out quite well. I love the wraparound. I love the demon things floating in the background. Agreed. It's good shit. Not much else to say about it. Uh, Thumbs up. What was your favorite story of the bunch? Oh, boy. Now, I've watched a fair amount of shit in the meantime since then. Mm. Uh, you got the wraparound thing. You got the... What else? There's the... There's the, uh, the rock... The girl rock band that... That end up... Oh, yeah. End up with ends the, up with the culty... Ugh. Yeah. Uh, that the, was creepy. Uh, you got the... Um, the guy that hits... The guy the, looking for his sister... Yep. ...in the bar. Mm. I liked how that went. It's just, it's completely populated by assholes. Oh, completely, Like, you want yeah. everybody to die. Mm-hmm. You don't even care. Even if the guy is on a just mission, at a certain point, when they're saying, go away, and you don't, I, yeah, I you're in Satan's town. You're gonna die. Yeah. <laughs> I love the one where the guy's at the, the, the uh, abandoned hospital with the girl, and he's having to... Oh, I didn't like that one. Oh, that was... I mean, it... No, the the it's a good entry, but it it ah, I was so uncomfortable that leg scene. Oh, it was right gross. after that leg scene that was so damn gross. Right after that, I'm sitting in my office watching this shit, and all, the dogs are out in the living room. And immediately after the, I I'm, I'm starting to recover from that horrific gory <laughs> scene. The big dog well sticks her head in my office and licks my elbow. <laughs> I'm not kidding, Eugene. I needed a stepladder to get off the fucking ceiling because I nearly shit my pants. I, I didn't even know the dog was in the room and just right on my elbow. Oh, my God, that freaked me the fuck out. But <sighs> number three for you. Uh, three for me is let's just keep this uh, this really great movie train rolling with Fear.com from 2002. <laughs> Um, uh, a New York City detective investigates mysterious deaths occurring 48 hours after users log on to a site named Fear.com. Awful. Awful. I wish this movie wouldn't exist. Like, I wish it would be wiped from planet Earth. Uh, because it's nothing. It is music video garbage nothing. Nothing. It's nothing. Back to you. Oh, I've talked about that movie before. I, I, I told you. I hated that movie. Uh, and I like, like, William Malone has made some good movies. Creature and, of, co- and of course, uh, uh, House on Haunted Hill, 1999. That was a great movie. But I don't know what happened here. It's broken. Like, it is just, uh, it's, 
dial-up internet garbage, something, uh, creepy images, and Stephen Dorff looking angry that he's in the movie, and Stephen Ray looking embarrassed. I did not like this movie, folks. I did not like this movie. (laughs) Uh, It's it's a piece of shit. I, I watched it one time. It's awful. Uh, okay, number three for me is a, another classic from 2019 called Clown. And this is what happens when you're on one of the rental sites and you decide, eh, I'm not going to do my research, I'm just going to kind of hit play, I think this will be okay. I'll use one of my rentals on this, you know, the canopy hoopla stuff. And you hit play and it says, Asylum Presents, and you go, oh, fuck my ass. <laughs> But I'm committed because I used one of my fucking rentals in October, so I gotta watch this dumbass shit. Because it counts as a horror movie! A group of teens fights for their lives as they find themselves trapped in a funhouse, stalked by a killer clown who won't rest until every last one of them is dead. That sounds good. Yeah, it does. It was not. <laughs> on a on a very low budget, you and I could make this movie and it would be the shit. It would be... No, it would be entertaining. But this had all the tropes of asylum bullshit, where we got, oh no, there's a big fire at the the circus, oh no, but it's way over two knolls in the background, CGI, flame and smoke coming up in the hillside somewhere. Little shit like that, that just makes you look stupid. Every single character in this is worthless, every single character talks like nobody talks, they're all dude bros, they're all assholes, they, they're all dumb cunt bitches and stupid and uh, it was it was the asylum that's all i'm gonna say moving on i endured that hour and 20 fuck this movie number four for you um this is kind of funny because the uh synopsis of what i'm going to talk about next is actually kind of similar to what you just said uh haunt from 2019, on Halloween, a group of, t- of friends encounter an extreme haunted house that promises to feed on their darkest fears. The night turns deadly as they come to the horrifying realization that some nightmares are real. Gem in the rough. Really? This movie is awesome. Where is it at? Where can I watch it? Uh, it's streaming. It's for rent. So you'll have to rent it if you want. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Eli Roth produced this thing, and that's what caught my eye. From I mean, I, now granted, this could have been one of those Eli Roth produced it translation. He's just yeah, he's, slapped his name on it. But, but worth it if he directed it, in my opinion. Um, actually, the writers of A Quiet Place directed this, uh, and it is low budget. It, the movie is low budget, but this is low budget done right. It is genuinely creepy, and it is really, really gory. Like, mm, it's hardcore. I I loved it. I like the, uh, um, there's not much of a, there's not much of a reason. And, and I like that. It's just deranged people killing innocent people. And the actors were good. No one was annoying. Like, like unlike what you just talked about, these just felt like regular early 20s. Whatever. That's like that. They none of them are like, wow. They're you come know, on, they're, bro. Let's go into the yeah. circus. That's in a cave. You pussy. Let's go, pussy. Yeah. Let's go. Oh. And I like when a movie like like this, for example, like all of our leads, they're they range in attractive level. It's not like they're all like you say, like dude bros and cheerleaders. It's not that. Right. They're normal people, and I re- I love when a movie does that. 
the killers. Oh man, dude, it's 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 kind of kind of saw crossed with a haunted house type, like because some of the there's booby traps in this in this extreme haunted house thing, and you have to there's some suspension of disbelief, but it's still just cool. I was totally involved the whole way through. That was gem in the rough right there for me. That would have been like tops for a roulette. Uh, I is it worth a five six dollar rental for you? I, no. Okay. Well, there you go. <laughs> for me, it was. But uh, I should have just bought the thing. I, I I think my front door just opened, and I don't know why, because nobody's here. Welcome to the horror thought. I'm Ooh. really creeped out because my daughter scared the... Have Has one of your kids ever scared you so bad you cussed at them? Because I fucking did this morning. Oh, really? Uh-uh. And I make it a point to not... That door is open. I'll be right back. Maybe. Right. If you hear screaming, call the police, I guess. And that's, that's the end of the horror, the horror-thon for the year. Well, while Eric is gone, it's always, it's always good for Eugene to fill that dead space with <laughs> more dead space. Uh, what else did I watch? Um, um, oh, he's back. Okay. Well, never mind. Shit. I'm alive. Sorry to disappoint you. Okay. It's just really bright coming through the window, I guess. I, it, ah, it's creeping me out. Sorry. A daughter scared the absolute living fucking shit out of, and part of it was that, uh, headcount movie. It, they did a couple of scenes where it, they're working with a low budget, so they're doing that, uh, shadowy character way in the background and you can't really mm. see, but he's there. And then this morning I did my conference call with the company and then I walked out of the room and she hasn't been up before 6.30 in two months. But I walked out of the room and she was standing there in the dark. I'm not kidding. I just, I just, I looked over at her and I couldn't see her face. It was just a dark person standing three feet away from me. And I just went, holy shit! (laughs) Right in her face. (laughs) Now, I'm guessing she wasn't doing it on purpose. No, no, she wasn't doing anything. She was just getting up a little early to get extra ready for school or something. I don't know, but I told her, I, I am, uh, I told her like an half an hour later, I was like, I, I, I specifically called her in to say, I am sorry. I was not cussing at you. You scared the daylights out of me. I literally almost peed in my pants because it was the exact same dark figure that the lights out thing or they're just, yes, they're yes. hovering. Oh, Anyway, uh, that's it. Your number four. Number four. We have got to go faster. Number four for me is Silent Night, Deadly Night, Part Two. First watch. And it's everything you said it was. Uh, But I think my expectations were lowered a little bit because you said it's so much of a replaying of Part One or retelling of Part One. And yep. Maybe it's just because I expected that, but there was a fair amount in there that was new. And the, what's his name? Ricky Bobby or whatever the hell. Uh, Ricky? Yeah, sure. Eric Freeman? Whatever the hell his name is. The weird guy that's acting all crazy. The brother of the killer. Uh, he was great, as you said. Totally enjoyed this movie, even though it was kind of background for me because of how much was repeat, but still... Thumbs up. I am on board still with the Silent Night, Deadly Night. Ex- oh, nice. Except Good. for that remake. That can eat a dick. Number five for you. Yes, it can. Uh, number five for me is... 
Die Monster Die. Uh, I love that title so much. Uh, it's from 1960. Oh, you're not going to show up on IMD. There it is. There it is. 1965. Uh, this is a. I think this is a. Um, oh, we're just we're just on fire today this morning, aren't we? Um, Roger Corman, that guy. There I think you it's, go. Yeah, um, one of his production house. I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. But uh, a a young guy shows up in this town looking for uh, this his fiance's estate where she lives, and of course, all of the townspeople like want nothing to do with him as soon as he mentions where he's heading. So, of course, you know this place is either haunted or creepy goings ons in the place. He gets there, and uh, Boris Karloff is in this movie. Uh, as the grandpa, and I, what's cool about this movie is it's horror all the way up till towards the end, and then it just flat out turns into science fiction. Like, whoa, sharp left turned into sci-fi territory, and it's good. I quite liked the movie, even though it it has a, a, an innocence to it because of its time, mm-hmm. 1965. Some of the effects are dated, but very cool. Only an hour and 20 minutes. So it's a pretty fast runtime, but this is a really good movie, especially because they take, you know, what feels like a horror movie and turn it into a science fiction movie towards the end. But uh, I quite like it. IMDb calls it Monster of Terror, but I like to go by Die, Monster, Die. Uh, yeah, it's got the alternate title there, too. Yeah. Cool. But I, I have the uh, Scream Factory Blu-ray, and I would say... I'd let you borrow it, but yeah, I would watch the hell out of, out of that. Yeah, I think you, I think you'd get a kick out of that one. Okay, number five for me is, and now at this point, I'm, I've, I always tease. I gotta get these VHS off my shelf. I gotta get these Blu-rays off my shelf. But then I'm like, hmm, I haven't been on Tubi TV or any of the free sites on the on the Roku apps. So let's see what's going on there. If they've added a bunch of new horror movies, oh, they have. And that's how I watched Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, and that, uh, now, oh, Scout's Guide to the Zombie Apocalypse. Oh, good movie. Oh, 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 you are not whistling Dixie, sir. That was a good movie. <laughs> I enjoyed the hell out of that movie. It has a couple of things, I wish it would go a little more, f- f- it feels like it really wanted to be super R-rated, and it was always pulling back just a little bit. I mean, we've got our bits of gore. And our bits of nudity, but it, it teases a lot more than it actually delivers on, on the R-rated front, in my opinion. But uh, that's just a personal preference of how I would have gone with the direction of the film. Otherwise, I enjoyed the shit out of that movie. Number six for you. Did you uh, did you watch through the end credits? There's a scene after the credits that is hilarious. I watched until it was the very, very end credits because there was shit going on all through yeah. them, yeah. Oh, that's such a good movie. Such a good movie. Next up for me, this is actually a a Netflix roulette that hasn't been thrown my way yet. But I figured I'm just going to go ahead and be proactive. And that is House of the Witch. This movie just came out recently on Netflix. And I'm like, you know what? Before you throw it my way, I might as well just just deep throat this one down. Um, Before I get shot with this poison dart, I might as well just stab myself with it. Stab my... Yep, and I did, kind of. A group of high school kids sets out to play a Halloween prank at an abandoned house, but once they enter, they become victims of a demonic witch who has set 
her wrath upon them. Not, not awful. Not awful. I was expecting awful and I got eh, good enough for one watch. There's, um. I think that's how you feel about headcount. That's, that's, okay. I, I, that, that's a good description of, of, yeah. Yeah. Now this one here is like, now, now we're back to where everybody's good looking. Everybody is supermodel material, but there's enough practical effects and I, I, I applaud filmmakers of low budget movies that take the time to do practical effects. Uh, the witch, there is a witch and she, the witch is in the house. Hence house of the witch. Uh, <laughs> Well, it, it at least delivers on its title, I guess. It does. It it, it fully delivered. A hundred percent, actually. Um, no false advertising here, folks. Yep. She's creepy, and it has a good twist ending. That's, it was not bad at all. It was, you know, it's generic, but they also the CGI that they use is actually pretty cool. Like it's used sparingly, but I'm like, ah, oh, it's cool. Like kind of in a supernatural sort of way, and then when they actually get to real bloodshed. They go practical. So, I maybe it maybe it's because we're really dealing with more teens in this one, where I'm just a little bit more disconnected. It feels like it would this movie would probably be made more for your daughter than me, right? So, but for one watch for October, harmless. <laughs> so Num- thumbs kind of up. I guess. Number six for me is a film called Paranormal Sex Tape. <laughs> Directed by Jim Wynorski. Please say directed oh, by Jim Wynorski. Oh, it would be so much better if it was, but it was not. It was directed by a guy named Dick Van Dark. <laughs> <laughs> what were you thinking? What were you thinking? Uh, what, 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 what I was thinking is it says horror and it's an uh, hour and 11 minutes and sex is in the title. So, yeah, okay. okay, let's hit play I'm following on this. that logic. Yep, yep, I follow that logic. Yep, and... Uh, Based on real events that occurred in Europe in 2010, there are over 25,000 demonic possessions reported each year. Many of those claims, many of those claim to be possessed during sexual intercourse after a, I'm not going to finish reading the synopsis because none of this fucking shit happened in this movie. This was one guy named Dick Van Dark who got his girlfriend to get naked for an hour. Not even an hour because oh, this movie made no sense, and there was no plot and no story and no dialogue, barely. I just... just here's her writhing around in a bed naked, and then uh, they're at a party. Are you hiding from me? What the fuck are you doing? I mean, what am I looking at right now? Oh, you gotta be kidding me. Don't move. I'm gonna screenshot this shit, because that's... I don't, I don't know what the fuck is going on right now. Is it the UPS man? Don't move. Good God in heaven, this is what I gotta deal with. Um, there is a man in our front yard taking pictures of our house, and I don't want him, because then he's gonna... <laughs> he's gonna zoom in, and then he's gonna see me sitting in my office looking at him, and I don't... Uh, what, go! What hellscape do you live in? Uh, oh, I, it's... it's. <sighs> oh, into the outhouse he goes! <laughs> They're gonna take his camera in there and jerk off to me sitting in my office. I, I mean, uh, I took pictures of my house and then went into the outhouse. And now, what's he doing next? What? Where are you going, guy? Oh no. Okay. Anyway, back to the show. Now he's now he's just randomly walking around on the street. Mm, I love. 
love living here. Paranormal, paranormal sex tape. Back to you. I, I I don't even know what to say about the, the movie. Was nothing. It it was all the way nothing. So a naked girl for an hour and I, 10 she minutes? was writhing around. No, not even. I mean, he probably had her. He videotaped her for an hour, and that was most of the movie. Just writhing around the bed, then overlaying it with a uh, sapia filter and spinning it around and nothing. There was no story. There was no nothing. They were doing drugs. and So it does sound like this was not as good as uh, Relaxer. Uh, this was better. Yep. Way better. Oh, Whoa, this is way better than Relaxer. <laughs> Do you know how you can get those Roku channels that's a background on your TV of like a fireplace or a fish tank or some yeah. shit? That was this, but with tits. <laughs> okay. Well, I can... I. I buy that. I like yeah, that. There okay. you go. That, that, that's what it was. Um, okay. So next up for me is the Brotherhood of Satan. And there, just for that title alone, we immediately start at three and a half stars. We're going to look over either <laughs> up or down, depending <laughs> I'm on... I'm not looking it up to see if it qualifies as horror. Let's put it that way. Um, uh, a family is trapped in a desert town by a cult of senior citizens who recruit the town's children to worship Satan. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, Sweet. Nah. I'm in the outhouse. Can you bring me some toilet paper? Oh, there goes my wife. Um, she's just taking off like a bat out of hell. We're... Anyway. Please run over the outhouse. Please. Oh, oh! I would love if she would just, at top speed, just plow into that thing. I would be willing to pay for the damages of the vehicle. I'm going to get Lucas's... <laughs> no comment about the guy inside who's dying and getting run over. <laughs> uh, I, I would pay for the damages to my car, though. <laughs> yeah, it's... Hey, it's... Wrong place, wrong time. Um... Whew. Okay, Brotherhood of Satan. Um, it's it is great. Like it's PG, and I'm like, what? How in the world was anybody thinking this is PG material? Like we're like all hail Satan. It's one of those things. Like the early seventies. Well, Satanists are thinking it's okay. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, but oh, just the use of kids in here. It's not really gory, but it, the subject matter is unpleasant. But it's really like it's really well made and like. Like, the adults are trapped in this town, um, and, like, kids' toys are used against them. It's hard to describe. Like, kids' toys turn into big toys that kill adults, and then kids become Satanists and stuff, and I liked it. That sounds amazing. It's, It's so... It's just batshit crazy weird. It's so weird in early 70s, and... Oh, and, uh... L is his name L J Jones. Let me just look him up here. There's a there he is. Uh, you would know this guy. He has been in a shit ton of movies. 162 credits. And as soon as he popped up on the screen as a, as the sheriff, I'm like, I know that guy. Um, man, he's still alive. Uh, born in 1927. L Q. Uh, he's been in Casino. I mean, you name it. The Casino, The Edge, Mask of Zorro, The Patriot. Um, Lone Wolf, Lone Wolf McQuaid. L.J. Jones? Yes, he is L.Q. Jones. You'll know him as soon as you see him. It's, he's a character actor. L.Q. Jones. Oh, shit, that dude rules. Yeah, Yeah, he's awesome. He actually wrote the movie, so that's cool, too. Anyway. And he wrote a book called The Brotherhood of Satan. Quite impressed. 
That Back dude's a badass. He's scary. He is. He's just got that grizzled voice. Yeah. I, I know him as a villain in something, and it, he is legit scary. Oh, nice. Okay, uh, number seven for me is The Howling Part 3. And I, <laughs> as much as I've gone through uh, so many horror series like uh, 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 Hellraiser, I've watched, i got to watch every single damn sequel. I haven't with The Howling. I think the only one I've watched is the first one. Uh, but then Eugene has Howling Part 3 in his voodoo, so I guess I should watch it. Uh, and it's basically werewolves, ooh, werewolves of Australia. Um, it was fine. I, I, I watched the damn thing. We'll get into more Howling later, but Howling Part 3 was, it was, it was fine. I, I, it was okay. I, <clears throat> Yeah, a bit of a culty flavor to it, so, uh, mm-hmm. and, you know, yeah, it was okay. Number eight. Uh, okay, number eight for me, it, wait, is it actually number eight? Like, is this, you're keeping track I'm here? keeping track. Okay. Uh, number eight for me is a movie called The Prey. This is a new release from Arrow, and Arrow actually teamed up with Joe Rubin from Vinegar Syndrome to, I guess, remaster the thing, because that Vinegar Syndrome, they do their own remastering. I'm not sure if they... They're, they're involved, like in the booklet, Joe Rubin has a bunch of comments about the movie and how this movie here, there's a huge backstory about how this movie got made, what year the movie was made, international version versus the American version, 20, 25 extra minutes of footage. Well, this era releases the definitive, definitive version of this early 80s slasher movie. I watched it once on YouTube, VHS rip that you, you couldn't, I mean, it was nothing. You could barely make out what was going on. This is an actual movie now that you can actually... Ah, it looks great. And it's actually pretty damn good. Uh, it's... Uh, it, I think that it was made actually right before Friday the 13th. So it's not necessarily a Friday the 13th ripoff. It probably was made because of Halloween. But it's basically a, a killer is in the woods knocking off campers. It's It's not top tier by any stretch of the imagination. But... What it does have on display is actually quite good. I went in, there's, so there's three cuts of this movie on Blu-ray. It's the theatrical version, hour and 20, the international version, 97 minutes, and then the fan edit, which is just everything, just everything smushed together, all the footage into an hour and 42 really long minutes. And that's the one I watched. There's a lot of scenes of lizards, deer. <laughs> Turtles, birds, fish, snakes, maybe a bear, coyote, maybe some more snakes, worms, um, and then a killer in the woods, killing off bad actors. It, it's right up my alley. Um, the, the, so this version here, real quick here, and then I'll be done. Uh, this actually incorporates this like huge backstory about why the killer is killing and where he comes from. His origin story, which was lacking from the theatrical version. And it's it's just weird and out of place, but kind of cool because it was filmed years after the movie was made. And so they just do this weird flashback scene with the campers talking about, oh, here's the... Did you ever hear the story about, you know, Killer McKillerson? And then we do the flashback to... He, uh, gypsies, and there's gypsies and lots of fucking going on, and this weird mutiny type kid that becomes an adult mutiny thing, and eh, boobies, and 
Oh, and then we... Sorry, uh, I'm, and ra- then, I'm writing down Killer McKillerson. <laughs> <laughs> might, have, then, might have her title there, sir. <laughs> and then we, we get this scene um, where the sheriff, he goes in to talk to the other sheriff, and he brings food with him, and he's like, hey, would you like some food? And this is just the type of filler this movie has, uh, along with the lizards and the trees and bears and all that nonsense, is the, the other sheriff guy says, well, what do you got? I got cucumber, <laughs> I got cucumber cream cheese sandwiches. Really? What's that like? Oh, well, that's pretty good. You want to try it? Eh, I'm good. <laughs> then the, you know, the other guy starts to eat it, and then they start talking about Killer Mc, yeah, Killerson, and you know, let me try one of those after all. Oh, sure, go ahead, knock yourself out. <laughs> Not bad. So, did you hear the guy got his head chopped, blah, 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 head chopped off, and then, oh, now I'm grossed out, I can't eat the rest of my, my cucumber cream cheese sandwich. Well, just leave the rest of it here. I'll eat that. Eh, that, that, you look stunned and puzzled, and that's how oh, I was no, looking. I, I'm fascinated. I'm fascinated. I, oh, what's going to happen with the uh, cucumber <laughs> with cream the, cheese with, sandwich? Yeah. So, I, what I took away from that scene is, I actually kind of want to try a cucumber <laughs> cream cheese sandwich sometime. And it was, I'm telling you, yeah. good. It's not worth sitting and watching people enjoy it in a movie, but it's oh, worth eating. They enjo- I mean, they enjoyed the hell out of that sandwich for a long time. Like, I'm like, this is kind of stupid and lame, but I'm kind of hungry for a cucumber <laughs> cream cheese sandwich. <sighs> oh. So anyway, I gave it three and a half stars. Yeah. Not three stars. Wow. No, I should go up to three and a half. That was worthy of a... Not with that, not with that scene. <laughs> oh, there are so many animals in that movie. There is so many animals. So many zero stars you've given. But the, Okay, number number eight for me is... Uh, let's keep on with the high quality shit. Uh, don't fuck in the woods. <laughs> Is a movie that I watched at uh, our our raging hour 13 minutes. (laughs) Now, this... Hang with me here. This movie falls under the category of some friends getting together and trying to make a horror movie. A bunch of friends that are horror fans. Clearly, all horror fans trying to get together and make a horror movie on their own. I don't know the behind the scenes on this. I'm just guessing. And after coming off of this asylum clown bullshit and this paranormal sex tape bullshit, not awful. This might be something you want to watch. It's on Tubi TV, hour 13. It was gory, nudity. Uh, The comedy kind of worked because we all have that dumbass friend. I call him Chad. And if he were listening to this podcast right now, he would watch that movie and see that guy and go, yeah, that's fucking me. Um, that makes all these off-color jokes that everybody's like, oh, why'd you say that? <laughs> it's kind of funny, but you're a dick. Um, kind of flavor. Mm-hmm. Uh, weird creature that's killing people who fuck in the woods for no reason. You know, I'm, I'm just, I'm telling you that if you watch this movie you'd be like, you know what? It moved along at a steady pace, uh, or at the right pace for the material. It uh, had a decent amount of gore, practical, all practical, because they couldn't even afford CGI. And uh, nudity and normal people. It's not It's not all jock and, and cheerleader bullshit. It's normal people kind of stuff. I think that you would, you would accept this movie. 
Is that the right way to put it? Uh, <laughs> I think. Uh, check it out on Tubi TV. I think you should give it a watch. And I think there's a part two. <laughs> of course. It's bare bones and whatever on the plot and everything, but some of the jokes worked. I, I don't know. I just, uh, it's a dumb looking creature with a mask. I, whatever. You did, I didn't even care because I was laughing. And it's not meant to be taken like horror, horror. It's, it's, it's more tongue in cheek and a, it just feels like a bunch of people getting together to make a movie of their own. And, and the, I appreciate the effort. Don't fuck in the woods. Number nine for you. <laughs> um, number nine for me is Inseminoid, AKA horror planet. Directed by Norman J. Warren. I have far... A.K.A. Don't Fuck on Other Planets. Yeah, that's that's what the movie is, pretty much. Uh, Norman J. Warren. I've got... I own way too many movies from Warren. Uh, way too many. Now I've got Horror Planet, A.K.A. and Seminoid. Uh, this should be awesome. Uh, the cover is a lady sprawled out in a science fiction setting. Two astronauty type guys... Lights shining in a uh, alien popping out of out of uh, the nether regions. Uh, no, no. Uh, uh, this was so damn boring. Hour and thirty three minutes of just of way too many people. A huge cast of people running in underground caverns, running to and from things with a pregnant woman that screams all the fucking time. Just screams because she's pregnant with an alien baby, I guess, because of rocks reasons. Like there's rocks on the planet, whatever, and the rocks make her pregnant or something. And then puppet creatures pop out and this should be good. It sounds like a great Rick and Morty episode. Oh, they could make this awesome. But (laughs) this is an hour and 33 minutes of lots of British people talking in an under, let's, this needs to be an hour and 15, and Roger Corman's name needs to be plastered all over this, not Norman J. Warren. Uh, I, I don't want to be shitting on Norman J. Warren, because Norman, he also did Bloody New Year. I, Norman, I just go by first names with this guy. Bloody New Year was good. Uh, Satan's Slave was really good. Terror was good. But mm, this was a swing and a miss. I wanted that lady to be eviscerated. I hated her so bad. I was... But just watching it at five in the morning because I get, I actually I bailed on this thing the previous night. I texted you and I whatever. I'm like I'm watching shit. And you're like you should be watching Chris Rock and I'm like, damn it, I should be watching Chris Rock. So fuck this movie and so Chris Rock was great. And then I'm like, well, it is my great. intention to derail you from any horror movie this month. Don't even I, oh. I got to win this thing. I've got oh. a track record of winning. I got to keep winning. Um. Damn you. Well, then I finished it at five in the morning and it was, it was just infuriating. I'm like, I just shrieky, loud, screamy. That's how my morning started two mornings ago or whatever. And I was angry. Thank you. Sweet. That was you. No, no, you finished in seminoid. Not me. <laughs> I didn't tell you yeah. to watch that shit. Uh, number nine for me is keeping on with the awesome movies. Slave girls from beyond infinity from 1987. Uh, lovely and resourceful Daria and Tisa escape a space gulag only to crash land on a nearby world where a guy in tight pants named Zed is playing the most dangerous game. That's the IMDb synopsis. That's That sounds good. Yeah, it's what it is. Yep. It, they're in skimpy clothes and you'd love the cover. Slave Girls from Beyond Infinity. Look it up. 
That sounds trauma-ish. It's more like Roger Corman-esque. It's more on that level. Okay. Um, it's not ho- a horror movie, but uh, 2B TV lists at a horror, so it counts. And they're, uh, they run around skimpy outfits and fake-ass robots, and then they get naked, and <sighs> then they, they get hunted, I guess, and... Yep, hour and 20 minutes. Logged and checked. There you go. Back to you, number 10. <laughs> number 10 for me is Satanic Panic from 2019, directed by Chelsea Stardust. A pizza delivery girl at the end of her financial rope has to fight for her life and her tips when her last order of the night turns out to be a out to be high society Satanists in need of a virgin sacrifice. <laughs> Sounds way better than it is. It's okay, but uh, half the jokes or more fall flat, and... Damn it. No. Oh, just more fake calls. I only had 12 uh, yesterday. And the movie just goes... It's all over the place. There's a... Again, there's a good idea here that... It's stretched a bit too... It's an hour and 25 minutes, and it... I don't know. The way it was shot, it feels like it should have been more like a 30-minute movie. It's... It's okay... There is a couple of great gore scenes. In fact, uh, uh, Jerry O'Connell has a cameo in it, and his scene is probably the best in the movie. It's it's really good. And the lead Satanist, uh, Re- oh Rebecca Romain, Samos, she's she's the lead Satanist in the movie. Still hot, I might add. They're married. Were they still married? Well, they were at one point. I don't keep up on all the celebrity goings ons, but they were no, married. They don't. Okay. Well, yeah. So, uh, anyway, it, it was it was good for one watch in October for one time. But I was wanting just I when you like a good example of comedy done right is Blood Sucking Bastards. That is a perfect like it just the jokes land here. A few of them did, but then they started. It just started to feel we're making we're trying to make you laugh. It's funny, right? It was harmless, I suppose, for one watch. Okay, back to you. Uh, Number 10 for me is Deep Shock from 2003. When an unknown underwater object disables an American nuclear-powered submarine and attacks at a submarine... Blah, 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 this movie fucking sucks. I hated the uh, the early 2000s bullshit sci-fi channel. (sighs) Why is it that the early aughts... Uh, CGI is as bad or worse than, um, oh, fuck, what is that movie called? Oh, from the 80s. Uh, where the dude gets in a spaceship and flies up to go fight the fucking aliens. Last Starfighter? As bad or worse than that movie. What was that made? 1984? 1986? Yeah, that was like mid-80s, if that. It looks exactly like that shit. And on top of that, it's that time of sort of internet hasn't been figured out yet where, oh, I'm, I'm typing on the computer. And it brings mm. up the, the, the images on the computer screen. You're like, no, there's no computer system like that. No one would design a computer system like that. Nobody knows what that looks like. What are you doing? Maybe it's retrospect. And we look back now and say that. But at the time, we're, oh, this is amazing. This movie was garbage. And it's... Uh, something about, it's basically the, uh, 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 fuck, it's the, it's the shark movie 
Remember the shark movie where they're enhancing their brains for... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Deep Blue Sea. It's Deep Blue Sea, but with electric eels. We're enhancing their brains because uh, it'll increase their electricity and and environmental and reasons. Oh, it was so bad. And these things were swimming around with electricity. Oh! Why do you look as bad as the CGI from the 80s? But that's Sci-Fi Channel. You know you're in, in the shit when... You hit play and it pops up and it's four three. Ugh. Awful. Awful, awful, awful. Sci-fi garbage. Uh sci-fi the channel. S Y F Y. Okay. Number eleven for you. Number eleven for me. And this might be the well, probably this and Haunt are the winners of the month thus far. The Shining obviously is in a league of its own, but 2019's The Furies. Directed by Tony D'Aquino, I believe that's how you pronounce his name. A woman is kidnapped and finds herself an unwilling participant in a deadly game where women are hunted by masked men. Basically, this is a slasher version of Predators. The Adrian Brody Predators. Yeah, okay. It's that. Huh. It's, it's awesome. It is hour and 22 minutes. It is so gory. I, <laughs> I watched it this morning. And I'm like, why was I watching that satanic panic shit last night when I could have been watching this? Because this is prime time awesome. Um, it, I mean, this is not overthinking. There's only one, there was only one big misstep that I noticed where, um, one of the, the our lead hero lady trying to get away from the bad guys, she has the opportunity to pick up an axe that is buried in someone dead and she doesn't. Ah, don't do, and that's the only thing that I remember from the movie that I'm like, ooh, that was, that was a glaring, like, that's a no-no, you, come on. But other than that, this was, this was badass. I was thoroughly impressed. Great score. The filming was, I mean, the filmmaking was really, really good. The acting was good. The special effects, it almost felt like this is like a a special effects highlight reel for some company because. Was this your first, first watch of this? It just came, I think it's on Shudder. Oh. Um, but this so, first watch. Yes, this was the first watch. Actually, uh, Baby Jesus supplied this one to me. So I highly doubt that he did, but yeah. uh, we'll just go with that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyway, but uh, I I I will buy this on Blu-ray as soon as it's available. I can't I can't wait to own this. It's horror fans out there. If you are into just check your brain at the door, have a good time for an hour and 20 minutes. I cannot imagine you're not going to enjoy this for what it is. It, lean, mean horror movie. And it is damn gory. Cool. Uh, after the, uh, uh whew, deep penetration, that was deep shock. I needed something reliable. So I'll go with a Wes Craven joint. How about that? That'll be good, right? Hmm. Uh, Okay, uh, Swamp Thing, <laughs> which I have not watched since I was a wee lad, uh, but I got it for free on Tubi TV or whatever, and now uh, let's give it another watch, comic books, and I love Swamp Thing, the comic book, and I watched Swamp Thing, it's a thumbs up, um, back to you. Oh, that's it. I'm, I'm spent. <laughs> oh, wow. Glad we're ending on that. Okay. <laughs> uh, okay. You're done at 11. Just, how much does 
I'll just now I could have. I was honest though, but I, I mean, Monster Dog with uh, Clyde Anderson. Like I, I almost included that, but I'm like that was like the day before October first. No, like, it's October. 1st I need to be on. honest. Be honest. All of mine are ten one on. I'm being honest. What what I'm doing though is that. Because of the new job, like, I, I talked to you about this in text. Because of the new job, it's not going to be like it was in previous years. I can't just binge multiple in a day. But what happens is that Saturday, Sunday, I go nuts to try and catch up. That way I can occasionally skip a day. Uh, I only got a couple more here. Uh, number 12 is Ticks from 1993. First watch. A group of troubled teens are led by social workers. Awful! Awful social workers! They're terrible! Awful, yeah. They do nothing but scream and yell at these kids. And they're like, why are you like this? Why do you do that? Like, they're, they're the worst. Uh, they're 1993. Maybe, maybe, maybe they're fine. Uh, and there's some mutated ticks for, you know, reasons because of, uh, <laughs> uh, that dickhead Clint Howard. And, yeah, I, I was afraid they were going to make the ticks, like, three feet wide and it was going to be cheesy, but instead they made them, like, uh, eight to ten inches wide, which was a wise choice, in my opinion, because it, it made them just perfectly creepy and terrifying. This, I enjoy the hell out of this movie. It's not great all the way around, but, I mean, a 1993 kind of horror movie and, and Seth Green and... I dug it, man. I thought it was cool. It's got cool practical effects, and uh, it was fine by me. It was mostly painless, especially compared to the shit I've been watching. Uh, number 13 for me is Headcount, my roulette, and number 14 is Howling Part 2. Your sister oh, is a werewolf. Oh, that one. Which I watched on Tubi TV or some shit, uh, because after, you know, I, I was watching Part 3, and then I found Part 2, so well, let's, we're, we're doing Howling this year, I guess. Yeah, part three is way better than this one. This uh-huh, is just a agreed. part two is just a random collection of scenes. It's here's this, here's some eighties pop group. Now there's an orgy, but everybody's furry, so it's not hot. And um, yeah, this was bad. I finished this up at three thirty in the morning this morning today. It sucked my nuts, uh, not in a good way. Uh, I like that the alternate title of this, or the original title is Howling 2, Sturba, Wolf, Werewolf Bitch. Yeah, which is, your sister is a werewolf. Sure. If you, if you say so, it's awful. And Christopher Lee was in this one. Embarrassingly wearing sunglasses. And, and just, oh, I'm just talking about things that might be happening in this, I have no... Oh, I'm sure I'm going to find Howling 4 somewhere on some streaming site, but, uh, yeah. Okay, are we done? That uh, brings the score to 14 to 11. Shit. I gotta get on my... I'm not sure what I'm, I've got to get on with my game. <laughs> that sounded so dumb. Nope. It was great. Killer gotta get on with my game. Yeah, gotta get on with my game. Not sure what that means, but I'm sure we'll see next week when you're away in the lead. <laughs> Killer McKillerson. <laughs> uh, okay. Where are we what at? was the best? What was your best? Uh, what was your favorite movie that thus far of the horathon? Let me see. Okay. Uh, Scout's Guide is in the lead. Scout's Guide. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's in the lead. 
with an honor honorable mention to Don't Fuck in the Woods. I that is impressive. I, I gotta say, I'm not saying it's good. I'm just saying that from the no budget filmmaking that we came from, that you and I produced, I you would appreciate that movie. I think. Wow. It just sounds so Wynorski esque. Imagine if you made a why not Wynorski esque movie, but you weren't him. <laughs> uh, because he has just such a, uh, he just always goes to the worst dialogue, and these people at at least acted sort of like normal people that you might know. Whereas the yeah. the shit that comes out of Wynorski's mouth is, is like that clown movie that um, uh, Asylum bullshit. Yeah, oh, it's just painful. Everything that they say, nobody does that. Nobody, and if you do do that, you deserve to die. I don't care. You know? Yes, I do know. <laughs> what do you have coming soon? Uh, God bless um, uh, From Beyond the Grave is getting a Blu-ray release, and uh, that is an amicus sh- uh, anthology movie. And I can't wait to watch that, possibly tonight, with my wife, which she will hate it. That's a bad move. Yeah, I know, I know, but, yep. Um, uh, what else? Um, oh, uh, Joker. I'm gonna watch Joker. Really? That, yeah, I was going to watch it last, uh, Saturday with Steve. Uh, and he bought tickets. And, uh, I was on my anniversary date with my wife, and, uh, like, "Eh, let's just get out my phone, just see, just, you know, Fuck off on my phone for a couple minutes while we're shopping for school supplies. Where are you? What? Where? Where? Where are you? I'm on a date with my wife for an anniversary. Oh well, I'm at the theater. I'm like, wait, what? And then immediately, you know how like all of a sudden you're like from your asshole all the way up to your head. It just gets hot. <laughs> like, oh shit, oh shit, what did I do? Like, this is a fuck up on my end. I know it is. <laughs> And I'm like, oh, and I, I'm like, uh, no, 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 no. I said Saturday, and I flipped through. I'm like, there it says, buy tickets for Saturday. And then I scrolled up a little bit more. I'm like, and then a couple days after that, I'm like, he's like, so, uh, I'm going to buy tickets. And I'm like, yep, Friday sounds good to me. I'm like, you dumb, oh, you dumbass, Eugene. So at first I said Saturday, then, and then I said, yep, Friday's good for me. <laughs> so he bought tickets for Friday. He drove up here and... Watched the movie by himself while my dumb ass didn't watch the movie with him. <sighs> I'm 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 borderline tempted to see if he can't Skype with me today just to give me his Joker reviews to make up for this. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna try and watch it hopefully tonight <laughs> if I <laughs> Oh furious with myself and I've oh it's like I felt bad and for him and just me and brain cells and <laughs> yep. Oh, coming soon for me is a bunch of fake fucking phone calls on my phone, and mm-hmm. uh, eventually I'm going to get to my VHS horror stack that I've been saving for over a year. But right now I'm just burning through this absolute garbage on Tubi TV. That's like uh, eh, lesbian this and naked girl that, and it says horror, so it counts, and it's an hour 20. That's what I'm doing, just to try and stay desperately ahead of you. (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, I don't like that. I really don't like that. Yeah, but if we totaled him up for the year, you'd definitely win. So is there any chance in the world that you you watch Don't Fuck in the Woods? I might. I might. I wish it would, you know... That's a, that's a Jeff Stutzman no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just wish it would be, you know, like on a limited edition vinegar syndrome or something. <laughs> it will never be. Uh, and that's okay. <laughs> something that I can spend my hard-earned money on. Something that I can, like, instead of watching it for free, I'm like, well, here, take my money. What's funny, though, is uh, on these extremely shitty movies that I'm watching on the Tubi TV, you know, the, they have commercials in there. But if you watch these really shitty movies, they have far less commercials. <laughs> it's like the only movie, you know, the movies that are good, that attract people, those are the ones that have commercials every five minutes. These ones, eh, there's like two. <laughs> wow. No. I might. Well, Still too many for yeah, you, Gene. Yeah, I but... will, uh, we'll see. <laughs> nope, that's a no. That's a that we call that a Stutzman. Yeah, hard that no. is a st- okay. <laughs> All right, let's wrap this up. Uh, and without further ado, here is Stephen's review of the Joker. Goodbye. So before I get to the review of Joker, here's kind of my my side of the story as far as what happened in the breakdown of communication between Eugene and myself. Basically, we initially had said Saturday to go watch the movie Saturday. But then a few days passed, and he had said, Friday! So in my mind, okay, Friday. I kind of forgot about Saturday, so now it's Friday. Um, in this story, I will be placing most of the blame on on, on, on Eugene. Um, so he did, he was the last one to say Friday. So I was like, cool, Friday it is. So I go on, buy tickets for Friday night, 7 o'clock. This is the real funny part, though. It was the Thursday before the Friday night, and I had sent him a text um, along with a gif of the ultimate warrior shaking the ropes, you know, all excited and everything. And I, in, in, along with that, I said, 24 hours away from the Joker, can't wait, so excited, or something like that. And then he responded back, with a gif of his own of this rocker guy, like head banging, twirling his head and his rocker hair all around, you know, <laughs> it's the funniest part. And he's like, awesome, excited, can't wait. Like, this is how excited I am. This rocker guy just head banging out. Um, so, you know, obviously 24 hours away means Friday night. Um, but you know, Eugene didn't pick up on that or he, it, you know, didn't register for him or, or whatever. The next day, Friday, I, you know, leave work, go up to Canton, and I'm there a little bit early, and I'm, so I'm scrolling through Facebook there, and I see a post, um, of Eugene with his wife, they're at dinner somewhere, or a restaurant or somewhere, and they're celebrating their anniversary, it's like, celebrating anniversary, and I'm like, oh, that's cool, but I noticed the picture was posted at like six o'clock, and I'm like, huh, that's, that's interesting, because I, I almost posted back, like, congratulations, that's awesome, but don't forget, you and me have a date at 7 o'clock to watch Joker. I, I, I didn't say that, I didn't post that back, but that's kind of what I thought. So I was like, well, okay, he'll he'll finish up there, and then he'll come to the theater, and, you know, to watch Joker. You know, celebrate the rest of his anniversary with me, um, as it should be, I think. Um so, and normally we, we meet at the theater at quarter till, or, or 15 minutes before, whatever the showtime is. So, you know, so now it's, you know, it's quarter till, so I go into the theater, 
or into the into the lobby there. I, I get our tickets and everything. And again, we're normally both right on time. So, you know, five minutes pass, no Eugene. Ten minutes pass, no Eugene. And then I'm like, so then I'm like, huh, where, where is he? So I, I shoot him a text and like, no response, nothing. So now it's almost seven o'clock. And like, so like the previews are about ready to start. So, but, and still no Eugene and no response in the text. And in my mind, I'm just picturing Eugene like, frantically driving to the theater, you know, fast and furious style, running stop signs, drifting around corners, you know, just trying to get to the theater. But, but you know, like I said, now it's 7 o'clock, nothing. And now it's 7.05, 7.10, and nothing. No response from Eugene or anything. Meanwhile, like I said, I'm standing in the lobby, and I'm missing all the trailers. Like, I know we complain about trailers spoiling movies, but I still like to watch trailers, especially the cool new trailers on the big XD screen, you know? And I'm missing them because I'm standing out in the lobby waiting for Eugene to show up. But sadly, he never did. And it wasn't until, again, this was probably like 7.10, 7.15. Like, the movie's going to start in like five minutes. And finally, I get a text message from Eugene that says, What? You're at the theater? I thought Friday, I thought Saturday night. And I'm like, um, no, we said Friday, right? So we kind of went back through our text message there. And, and yeah, sure enough, you know, it, Eugene fucked it up. So he has no one to blame but himself, quite honestly. So after we kind of chatted there just real quick, um, I ran back out, got a refund for his ticket. And um, by the time I made it back into the theater, um, the I had was able to catch just the last bit of, I, I believe it was the new Star Wars trailer or a Star Wars trailer. So I settled into my seat. Now here's the nice thing I will say about Eugene missing the movie is I had an extra seat next to me. So I was able to, you know, stretch out, sprawl out and really, you know, have some extra room, which was really nice. So, um, and then, the, I, it was a good, it was a great crowd. You know, it was a really great crowd. No complaints there. So, so that's that story. Now, before I actually get to my Joker review, which is going to be very brief, here's a bonus story that you didn't know was coming. Um, as Eugene had mentioned in the previous episode, we went to watch Three from Hell, uh, the latest Rob Zombie movie. I enjoyed it um, for what it was. I, I I did. It was it had a lot of cool kills and stuff in it. But here's the part of that movie. We all complain about annoying people in the theater, you know, they're talking or munching on popcorn or their cell phone goes off or, or whatever, you know, the annoying people. Um, and he mentioned the old lady, so I won't go into that. He already talked about that, but we're there watching the movie. Everything's going good. But then all of a sudden, this someone's phone timer or alarm goes off. And I, I'm like, who, what jackass? doesn't have his phone turned off or silenced. What son of a bitch? And then I look over and, and there's Eugene looking at his cell phone, trying <laughs> trying to silence it. Uh, and then, so he takes care of that. So then, okay, back to the movie. You know we're watching the movie. And then, I don't know, five, ten minutes later, the phone goes off again! And again, it's Eugene's phone timer buzzer thing going off and it was really quite embarrassing but you know because i was the guy sitting next to the person whose phone was going off so it's like people might have thought it was me and it's it's embarrassing but you know that's the risk you take when you go to a movie with eugene he's either going to be farting people away from him 
or his cell phone buzzer alarm's going to go off. So you can never quite know what you're going to get. But um, since this is an episode where I just shame Eugene, um, I was happy to share those two quick stories. Um, so my review of Joker, uh, it was really, really, really good. I can't wait to watch it again. And uh, that's about all for my review of Joker. Um, thanks, guys, for letting me share those two quick stories and my review of Joker. Uh, back to you guys. Are you really going to do that? Maybe. Okay. Are you going to say goodbye? Uh, yes. Sorry. Uh, bye. Are you going to apologize to Stephen for standing him up? Uh, I already did it in the text, but I guess I should do it at a formal, like... Nope. That's a lot of head shaking going on now, right now. It's it's a big fat fucking no, Stephen. <laughs> oh, I fell away. <laughs> oh. listening. Hey, if you want to get a hold of the Movie Freaks, you can get a hold of us facebook.com backslash Movie Freaks Pod on Twitter at Movie Freaks Pod. Drop us an email, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com. Intro music was public domain by www.rutgermuller.nl.